Praise the Lord. You are listening to a word from the Lord, a radio and internet ministry of the Refuge Temple Church of Burlington, North Carolina. Refuge Temple Church is located in the heart of Burlington, NC at 152 North Main Street. Our pastor is Bishop Reginald J. Davis. Refuge Temple Church is a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, multicultural ministry ordained by Jesus Christ to serve him, his kingdom, and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. In the book of Genesis, chapter 3. I promise I will not lay long in this matter. Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 7. And also 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Thank you, Lord. Speak Holy Ghost. Everybody just lift your hands and tell Let's stand for the reading of the word. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 7. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto them, unto Adam, and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? woman said, the serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field, and thy belly, upon thy belly thou shalt go, and dust shall I eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise is here. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Thank you. Verse 1. Would to God that she could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Before you sit down, just tell somebody it's complicated. 
Make sure you can be seated. And then look at them again and say, keep it simple. Keep it simple. And everybody in this room fits in one of five relational categories. Some of us are single. Single, you have never been married. You are detached, you are unattached, you're single. Some of us are married. There is somebody out there that we connected with and married and made them our husband or our wife. Some of us are separated, meaning that we are married, but we are not with the person to whom we are connected. Some of us have ended our marriage in a legal situation that's called a divorce. So we have legally ended that marital relationship. Some of us are widowed, meaning that our spouse has died. And you would think that these five scriptures would fit everybody, but truth be told, there are some of us that even those five don't fit. And we fall into, I guess, this category that's become prevalent on social media, and that is, it's complicated. Come on, somebody. And some people describe themselves from a relational standpoint that says it's complicated. And it's complicated usually means that my relationship is not functioning in alignment with my status. That I've got a lady that doesn't quite fit where I am. And a lot of us have lived or are living in complicated relationships. And what's the feeling in a complicated relationship? First of all, it's an uncertain or an insecure place. Anybody ever been connected to somebody and even though you had an arrangement or an understanding, you still didn't feel secure? Amen. Amen. Married, but I'm not secure. Engaged, but I'm not secure. Wow. Single, but I'm not secure because there's somebody checking for me. Come on, somebody. And so I'm not sure if I want to remain single because they like the way I look. Come on, somebody. And I like the way they look. And so I'm struggling with this status. When you're in a complicated relationship, you often deal with feelings of being unloved, feelings of being unwanted, feelings of being unneeded. And we, I think everybody has been there. Come on, somebody. Yes. Everybody's been there. Oftentimes, when your relationship is complicated, it makes you angry. You might want to be honest today. Thank you, Jesus. You're mad. You're mad. Stay mad because you wish things were better between you and your significant others. And on many occasions, it makes you sad. And so this whole range of emotions 
comes into play. One of the hardest realities of a complicated relationship is the knowledge that you made or helped make the relationship complicated. Just look straight ahead, don't, don't, don't look to your right hand. The hardest thing, because it's very easy to say it was all his fault, or it was all her fault, or she did, he did. But it takes a level of courage that some of us don't often muster to realize that either I'm the one that messed it up, or I helped mess it up. Come on here, survive. I use this analogy, I'm gonna get off this quick because y'all got dead silent. <laughs> and I, I got it, I got it, I'm gonna get off this quick. But because I use this, because I really wanna talk about my relationship with God. Amen. And there's a status to our spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and, and I wanna be very clear because I don't want anybody walking away not knowing what your status is. Hey, this 
that are on backswing. And once again, that's not a term we use anymore. Because some of us have adopted a, a, a mentality of once saved, always saved. But if it was once saved, always saved, why does Jesus talk to us about the lost son? Who left everything he had, went into another country, spent it all, found himself destitute, and, and came to himself. Amen. Amen. Said, I'll rise and go to my father. And as he was approaching, trying to get back to his father, his father ran to him, yeah. embraced him, and restored everything to him. That he had given away. It's possible to start with Jesus and not finish the journey. I, I, I need to be very clear with all of you. You can start this race and let something get in your way and miss out because you didn't finish the journey. Jesus comes. 
For some of us, when it comes to God, it's complicated. Anybody want to be honest about Amen. that? Amen. When it comes to God, it's become complicated. And that's where I want to just sit for a minute. Because what I want to say to you is that in reality, your relationship with God is really supposed to be simple. Amen. Tell somebody, keep it simple. Keep it simple. It's supposed to be simple. He created me. Uh -huh. I acknowledge him. Uh -huh. Anybody get that? Amen. Anybody know God made you? Yes. Okay, about seven. Anybody know God made you? Yes. yes. He created me, so I acknowledge him. Come on, Jesus. I acknowledge him. I'm aware of him. I give reverence to him. Hallelujah. Because he's the creator. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And, and why did he create me? He created me, believe it or not, so I could give him the glory. Hallelujah. He didn't create you to be rich. He didn't create you to be famous. He didn't create you to have success. He created you so that you would glorify him because he created you. Some of us have missed our purpose completely. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with pursuing life and having education and having success. But the reason why God gives you all of that is so you give him the glory. Yeah. 
need, they got to have all of this stuff before their worship. And so, I got to have the Vate and Brandon, Reggie on the drums, Neville on the guitar, on the bass, before I'll do anything. But unfortunately, Brandon, Neville, Devante, and Reggie don't live in your house.
broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, please call us at 336-570-3664. Again, that's 336-570-3664. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.refugetemplenc.com. Again, that's www.refugetemplenc.com. Pastor Reginald and Lady Charity Davis and the Refuge Temple family would like to invite you to worship with us whenever you are in the Burlington area. If this ministry has blessed you, please write to us at P.O. Box 3552 Burlington, N.C. 27215. That's P.O. Box 3552 Burlington, N.C. 27215 or email us info at refugetemplenc.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you, and until next time, shalom, shalom.